It's fun. It's a site I don't think I've been in um, Smoothie King where it was that many people in there. It, it shows how, how far we, we came um, starting off 1 and 12, being able to have a chance to make it to the playoffs. It's, it's a blessing. We just have to continue to keep going, keep our focus. But I, I love the energy in the Smoothie King tonight. You're listening to Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks are with you on a Thursday. Coming up 20 minutes from now, Michael Felder uh, will join us, talk some NFL draft, his favorite prospects. We're two weeks, two weeks from today, or tonight, will be the first round of the NFL draft. And I still don't think we are sure who the number one pick's going to be and or anything within the top 10 or 15 picks. So we'll get to some NFL draft stuff coming up with Michael Felder and more as this show goes along. Uh, before we get to Western Conference futures here and and where there's some value, as uh, we now have a better idea of who's going to be in the A-team field, we heard from C.J. McCollum there as we came back in this segment, and I totally forgot that the name of the arena down in New Orleans is the Smoothie King Center. So oh, we, yeah. we're coming back from break, and he's like, I just great energy in, in Smoothie King tonight. I'm like... <laughs> Okay. Like, like it's a club. The vibe was lit. Or he's just going to get a smoothie and there's a bunch of people that really are excited in Smoothie King. I, I just, I totally forgot. It's one of those weird arena names, the Smoothie King Center. That one does not, that's not like the United Center or Market Square Arena where you kind of remember it as the years go on. I, I forgot about the Smoothie King Center. That guy wants to stay there and win. Like you could tell he was just so relieved get out of Dodge and now he's in a winning situation and he's the biggest reason why they've turned things around and then before the game last night you see once again we see highlights of Zion throwing down slam dunks like they've got are they there's no resolution there right like he's just going to be traded somewhere yeah it's actually um I think you were out I think uh Aaron were you with me was um we talked about Zion remember that what was that day? We, we talked about Zion and the idea of him getting traded. With Ashu? Ashu. Yeah. yeah, he had a someone he said he knew close to the uh, Pelicans. Or so, like, he had a source somewhere. Where, where did he want to go that the Ashu was saying? Ashu was saying the Knicks or the Pistons. His family oh, yeah. the Pistons. was interest, is interested that. in him in Detroit. So Yeah, I don't think uh, was he's with there. Jordan, right? Jordan Brand? I think so. Yeah, I don't think they wanted to go to Detroit. Yeah, his family. It was a it was a family so. thing. The family right. wants Detroit for whatever reason. I'm not sure if they live there or whatever. But uh, to your point, it's it feels like his future is not there. He's yeah. going to be out. No. Yeah, he'll be out. I don't know. Knicks will like him for five minutes and then they'll flip on him like they do everyone. Oh, I mean, yeah. he might as well be out of the NBA. Is he really even going to have a career at this point? I would be shocked. Maybe not a good one or, or one that people thought he could have. I mean, he's a wonderful talent, but like, you can't. Yeah. You know what he is? He's just talented enough and just injury prone enough that he will be a Nick. I mean, this just, he's the Nick. Yeah. Just, yeah. Totally see it. Yeah. They'll trade RJ Barrett for him and Barrett will go play with CJ McCollum and Brandon Ingram and they'll be good. Yeah. It's just, it, it's bound to happen. All right. Let's hit the Western Conference. First thought on the Pelicans Clippers. Clippers in a four and a half point favorite, total of 217. Tomorrow night in the um, the Western Conference, playing for the eighth seed, the right to play the Suns. I like the Clippers to win the game. That number is kind of interesting, though. It feels pretty big, four and a half. You know, I'm not 
completely sold on that. And I think that's how most people are going to view this, that the Clippers, okay, they didn't get it done against Minnesota. It was a tight game, but they're going to win this one. I'm not so sure. I mean, how we view the Pelicans, it's obviously changed a lot over the last month or so, if you're paying sure. attention. A lot of people weren't even paying attention to them until uh, until the other night when they were forced to. I'm like, okay, I guess we're going to bet on this one tonight. But just the difference with McCollum and Ingram out there together, they're terrific. Um, and now they're 9-2 on the season. The, the ratings offensively and defensively are way up. It's kind of like a completely different team. I, I wouldn't put any stock into what they were in the first half of the season. I, I think you can't, you can't, right? I mean, just look at what, no. what they've done since then. And you mentioned the McCollum thing and how much it's changed their, their team. Yeah, right now my early feel on that game is I would I would take the points with New Orleans. Aaron, what do you Four. think? New Orleans and uh, and the Clippers tomorrow night. Gosh, you know, the Pelicans really did surprise me last night. I was on the Spurs. Um, I did bet the uh, Valanchunas double-double. He's really good. I think this is going to be a good matchup against the Clippers, but I would lean Clippers right now. Who are you hoping for? Better series against the Suns? Clippers? It doesn't matter. Clippers. It really, yeah, Clippers, storylines, more star power, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. Because the Suns are going to take care of the opponent no matter what. And, okay, Will, let me ask you this. The 1-8 game, either opponent, will it be as high as the Bucks series price? No close. Not close, right? Not close. I think it's similar. I think it's pretty oh, similar. Oh, you do? You think you get to a minus 1,000? Pelicans, again, let's say it's the Pelicans for a second. Okay. Yes. Pelicans, Suns, that feels like a minus yeah, a, a significant number. Mm-hmm. Okay. Clippers probably more respect there. They played each other. This is a, this was the Western Conference Finals last year, so it's like people remember that. Good coach, Paul George. Yes. Yeah. Certainly. That yeah. that feels a little different, but I think the Pelicans would be significant underdogs. All right, let, let's hit some of these Western Conference series here. Just I, let me throw this at you guys because I I think it's interesting how the numbers aren't that much different. They're different, but not that much different. Mm-hmm. If you had it, which which dog do you like at, at the price better? Nuggets plus two hundred five, Wolves plus two sixty in the series. Obviously, it's Nuggets Warriors. Nuggets, uh, it's plus two hundred five to win the series. Timberwolves plus two sixty. Can we Balls, throw Denver in there? I mean Dallas. I'm sorry. Sure, Dallas is sitting at plus two thirty five. So which which Western Conference dog? And they're all kind of similar, right? It's not none of these are way different than the other. Do you like better or best? Oh man. I I'm... mean Dallas. Some people seem to think that Denver will still lose to the Warriors even without Steph Curry. I'm not sure if I'm a hundred percent sold on that. We have unknowns with injuries in all of these series with the most impactful players on the court at any given time. So that's the tough part here. And there's a lot of risk involved, but I would go with Dallas. Lucas sitting about a full week. Uh, The minimum on this injury is three days. And on average, it was 16 games for a calf strain. I mean, 16 days, I'm sorry, for a calf strain during the regular season. But what you have to keep in mind is, how teams treated the regular season. I'm positive in a lot of those scenarios. 
okay, why don't you sit a couple more days? Sit a couple more because what's the rush? With with the playoff scenario, it's completely different. Now, I'm not saying he's going to be 100% healthy at the start of the series, but that flipped everything. Most people liked Dallas before we found out about the Luka injury. Right. Many thought yeah. if, if the cards fell right for them that they could make some sort of a deep run, and now it's completely flipped. It, the opponent almost doesn't matter because the Jazz were completely fading. Everybody's talking about blowing this thing up. They, they've been bad since the All-Star break, and now they're a minus 300 favorite against Dallas, mostly based on speculation. All speculation. Yeah. I mean, what's changed? But like With these two teams and how good they are, both good coaches, right? Uh, I like Quinn Snyder a lot. Kids mm-hmm. done a really good job this year. Both play good defense. Nothing's changed except Luka. And really, Joe, you said it the other day, has anything really changed in terms of what we know? No, we just know he's in a walking boot and it's no timetable, which doesn't really mean anything. They just don't want to tell us because it's either good news and they want to keep that close to the vest or bad news and they don't want to tell us anything. Well, and the books had to post a number and they posted Utah minus four and a half on the road. Utah minus four and a half on the road. What's, it depends what happens in these first two games, but mm-hmm. what's it going to be at Utah? What are they telling us right now? Wow, that's a big number. Is this a spot to wait and dive in on the Mavericks when the number gets worse or better, depending on your perspective? Let's say they lose game one. Luka does not play game one. They lose, which I think is pretty likely if he doesn't play. He could come back for game two or three. You're getting mm-hmm. probably a pretty good number on the on – because the, there's still going to be ambiguity, right? Like as soon as they lose game one, we're not they're not going to come out and say, guys, don't worry. Luka's back in game two. You could jump on the, on the Mavericks down all one. You could do that. Or and then and then what an incredible number you'd get, right? Or you could bank on the overreaction and say I I'm getting the better team and okay Luca's not going to be 100 percent but if he's going to be out there I'm okay with that and if he's giving you 25 minutes whatever uh, we, we can survive with that I will take them at plus 220 just fading Utah so it's interesting you can you can play it a couple of different ways. Uh, I I think he's playing. Don't you guys? Game one. Yeah, but I, mean, I don't it's... know if he. I don't think so. Oh, I'll f- no. So all right, if he plays, should we just take Dallas blind plus four and a half right now? If you think he's going to play, maybe. What? Yeah, because yeah, there's so many different scenarios. There could be the scenario where he plays, they lose. But he looks like Luca. It's a final shot against Utah, and that would be a positive thing, right? To, to back the Mavs moving forward, it could be he plays, and not in not anywhere close. Could be a blowout, or he just doesn't play. And then what happens to the number? So yeah, isn't the aren't the odds telling us he's not playing right now? It's four and a half Jazz are favored, and it's two thirteen and a half on the total. Like, at least the books think he's not going to play. They're lining it as if he's not going to play. Yeah. I mean, that total's low. He's playing the, the game. The other thing that's interesting, if you look at the NBA championship outright winners, out of these dogs we're discussing in the Western Conference series, the Nuggets have the short, or they're plus 2,300, and the Mavs mm-hmm. are 27. So they're they're priced pretty close. 
which means, you know, they're thinking the same, like as us, which one of these dogs could win. And they give the wolves the least likely and the clippers. The nuggets, the most likely. Yes. That's, that is, what I'm, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Which yeah. It reflects the odds because they're plus two Oh five. They're the shortest. They're the first round series. odds. And it's I think that's just that. the big question. Can the nuggets beat the warriors without Steph? It, well, ga- game one might be lined, Dallas, Utah. The, the point spread is telling us, right, that Luke is not playing. But it's also pretty telling that they won't put up a series spread. They have not put up right. minus one and a half on either side. They have not posted anything about the total number of games played in the series. So they're more so, confident. They know early. They have no idea past, past that. Right, right. It's a big gap. So I'm wondering if that is going to be available before game one. It should be. It should be. But it, it's, so based t- it's, on tough, the, it's tough to bet on it. Yeah. Based on the series number, if they do post a uh, uh, like a series spread, what would you think it would be? Well, it's it's the numbers are close to Memphis, Minnesota, but the problem is Luke is going to play in the series. We just don't know when. So Memphis, Minnesota is what are we looking Mem- at? Is this Memphis is favored by Memphis minus one and a half games, and they have it at minus one thirty five. And Minnesota plus one and a half at plus one hundred six, something like that. Yeah. What what I would think is they would make it Utah minus one and a half, but the favorite would be Dallas plus one and a half. Is my guess. What kind I of juice be, though? I could be wrong What's on the that. Favorite like what? What? what it's minus what? Because I would jump on that. If you if, if if you ask me right now, I would take Dallas plus the game and a half, even if I had to lay yeah. a little bit. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say an extreme amount because, okay, that Memphis-Minnesota series price is comparable, and Minnesota plus a game and a half is plus 110. Mm-hmm. I'm saying lay a little bit. Just that's the direction it would go. And I'm not saying minus 150. I'm not saying that far since they have them at plus 220 coming in. It's it's really, the more I'm diving into this, it's really sounding like Luke is not going to play for game one and maybe even game two. Yeah, I think right. he's out game one. I mean, a or- calf strain running up and down the court, like, that's tough. <laughs> and look at past precedent. I mean, I I know each, each, one, each guy's their own person, right? Each player, each training staff. But we remember the Kevin Durant thing. He tried to play through a calf injury. He popped his Achilles. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Paul just put in the chat, it's a good point. If if they split at home, or even if they're down 0-2, like next Thursday's game three. It's Thursday. Yeah. That's exactly what I was just looking at. That they're hoping can we can we take Saturday or can we take Monday? And then you get you get almost two full weeks. And it's that's about the timetable I was reading for this. The average is about 15 days. So that can... Honestly, here's what I'm, I'm, I'm hoping. I'm hoping they go down 0-2 since they don't have any Mavs futures. And I I will bet on the Mavs if down 0-2 because expecting Luka to play going into game three. And I then too. now I'm betting on them winning four or five. And, and look, they'd that. be in Utah for three and four. It'd be hard. They could come back home down three one, but I still think they can win that series if they're down three one and come back home. Yep, so they can I. still win. We've seen that before. Joe O, Joe Gier, and Hawks with BetQL Daily on the BetQL Network. Michael Felder joins us next. Talks some NFL draft two weeks 
from the first round. That's next on the BetQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.